Welcome to Sister Sister Live Show, where we have conversations that matter. Tune in every week as we bring in new guests to share their light. We want to reach everyone until everyone comes home. Hey, everybody, we're back. Um, so funny story. Let's uh, welcome Connie to the show. Connie, how are you doing? I'm okay. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> so everyone, welcome to Sister Sister Live Show. We do have Connie today. Let me tell you this funny, funny little story. Uh, the show was actually scheduled for 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, not this morning. <laughs> So when I went live earlier and said Connie wasn't with us, it was because she was still sleeping because she wasn't even scheduled for that early. And I would be at my best at 6 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> so like I went on this morning going, oh, Connie, you know, probably got busy. She has something going on. I'll meet back up with her. I made my announcements about everything. And then I sent Connie a message. I was like, hey, sorry, I missed you this morning. Uh, catch up with me later in the week. Let's see how we can reschedule. And she was like, um, CJ, we weren't even scheduled until 10 a.m. And I was like, OMG, what did I just do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I like I have done some pretty crazy things in my life, but I don't think I've ever went and had my show without my guests. And then my guests tell me like, Hey girl, you know that we're not even supposed to be on right now, right? <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I take 50% of the credit because I was a diva and I said, I'm not good at 6 a.m. in the morning. I have to be a little... <laughs> oh my God. That was so funny. So we had a good little laugh here. Um, and I'm still laughing, trying to get my, my head actually yeah. in, in the place that it needs to be because I was like... I am all over the place. I was telling Connie that I didn't even look at my schedule this whole entire week because I was working on another project and look how it went and bit me in the behind. So let me do a <laughs> quick introduction to Connie because this is what she does. Um, she helps people like me that's basically a little bit of a spaz um, get their life together. So I had the pleasure of being on Connie's podcast a couple of months ago and we had a great conversation convocation conversation <laughs> obviously we're laughing still um she is yep. a clutter clearing coach which helps people declutter their lives she does this not only not only with the physical aspects but through discussions on her podcast she helps people realize the color they carry around in their emotional and mental world so connie that's i want to hit on that today because this right here yep. i think i need some more help so tell us, tell us what you do um, and your background in this area and what is Chaos to Peace? Yeah, um, so Chaos to Peace is exactly what it means. It's getting out of the chaos to a place of peace, whatever that means for you personally. So there is no, like th that might mean something different to, to different people, you know, but um, yeah, so I basically help you um, get more ease and flow in your life and get more peace in your life and, and have the things that are kind of like your foundation <laughs> um, kind of um, 
settled settled in a place that so they support you. So I always talk about we want to have supportive environments like a supportive home, a supportive workspace, um, also supportive brain, for example, in this case from this morning, like I woke up to a message like, oh, we missed you and I'm like getting hot flashes, <laughs> not that kind of hot flashes, but different one. I'm like, did I miss something? So I'm checking my, my schedule. And then when stuff like this happens that we're not beating ourselves up. So I was the queen of beating myself up and it doesn't help. So like we all have sometimes things that go wrong. The brain is cluttered, how I call it. And then when we notice, okay, then rather than beating ourselves up, which is very, <laughs> it's not constructive at all, mm -hmm. trying to figure out how we can change and tweak our life so that um, things like this may not happen like get small routines in to our life so that this in incident maybe doesn't happen anymore. Mm -hmm. If you're like, if your physical environment is cluttered you and, and you can't find your car keys, like that's something that people sometimes complain. We're figuring out together, um, how can you create like a launch pad or a place where these keys are going and how can we create this habit that the keys are going there so that next time you need your keys you know exactly where the keys are and they are actually there and stuff like that is possible even when people say oh i'm no i'm all scattered and adhd i can't do that yes you can and it's just that how you approach it um and, and what changes you're trying to make and most people try to make way too big changes at once which um often doesn't work because we're creatures of habit. So we do things like, um, and you said you were very regimental and and sometimes then when, when some changes happen, you may miss them. And this is what I mean, we're creatures of habit. So if you wanna change something of on your habit, you have to go, um, first of all, not everybody changes their habit the same way and there's lots of science around it too, but tweaking is better so I like the word tweak like yeah. because you're tweaking your behaviors because it needs a little bit of time you, you need time to adjust to the new behaviors and this is basically what I'm helping so I'm not doing the Marie Kondo thing where you collect everything and, and and throw it on a pile and then trying to go through it this sounds so daunting to me I don't even think and I don't have a cluttered house but I don't think I could do that that would freak me out so what I do is I'm I'm, I'm meeting you where you are in your mental space, emotional space, or in your physical space. And we're trying to figure out how can we tweak your life to bring in more ease and flow and build a better foundation so that um, you're supported by your environments and, and that everything works a little easier and is less cluttered. So that's my- Yeah, I love the concept. <laughs> and, and I like that we talked about the mental aspect of it because when you find those moments like i did this morning when i was complete i was flustered i was like oh my goodness i can't believe i scheduled this and i did uh, because i went outside of my my norm my schedule mm -hmm. i live a regimented life because of my add and my anxiety mm -hmm. and because i have to live that way or i will be spastic and all over the place but because mm -hmm. i've done the work internally um when i get off my schedule, so to speak. Um, I don't allow it to create this place in me that I go 
uh, full on just freak out mode. I can laugh about it, right? That's yeah. where you you talk about that chaos to peace, where you don't allow your brain to go into total chaos. I mean, obviously it was a, oh crap factor. Like, oh my God, I yeah. can't believe this has happened. But um, it was a moment of, I cannot believe that just happened. That's hilarious. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> right, so how do you get people, I mean, I. I could talk about my own methods, you know, um, it, it wasn't something that was pretty, <laughs> uh, but how do you work with people to get to that point? What are some of your methods or some of your ways that you talk with people to get to that point? Yeah, a lot of, a lot of has to do with awareness. So like, and, and also, um, so I'm not so much like, it's not therapy. I'm not a therapist at all, but we're trying to figure out, um, why, like the beating up, you know, it's like, it, it's literally when, when people spin out in, in beating themselves up, um, it's not helpful. No, it doesn't solve any problems. And, um, it actually is counterproductive. It, it pulls you down even more and it's not a solution, but there might be a reason why. So like, I have a lot of discussions, um, with people or also with experts about perfectionism. So we're trying to be perfect, even though there is no thing like being perfect, especially as humans, maybe a computer program can be perfect. But even if you think about computer programs, they have their flaws and they're, and, and they're not perfect. That's why we get constantly updates from them no? <laughs> because they're not perfect. Right? And, and those are, those, this is technology, which technically you could get to perfection, but a human, you can't get to perfection. So this mm -hmm. is the first thing, awareness and realizing that our that we're putting way too high of an expectation on ourselves you know mm -hmm. and then seeing how can we how can we deal with this more constructive and and it's a process it's not like something that from today to tomorrow you're all of a sudden not beating yourself up anymore or all of a sudden you're not scattered anymore or all of a sudden it's it's a process but the minute you start, instead of beating yourself up, become aware of it and also try to figure out, okay, why? I mean, oftentimes, and, and I don't mean this in a judgmental way, but oftentimes we use excuses, you know, like, oh, I'm just ADHD, so that's why. Or, oh, I'm just, I, I was always unorganized. My mother already told me I'm unorganized. These are these stories that, that go on and, and we all have them. I'm, so I'm not any different. I have these stories too. Now, it, the question is, what do I do with these stories? And it's the same like with the physical word, I always say like, just because I'm a clutter clearing coach doesn't mean I don't have any clutter at all. I may have too, because there's many definitions of clutter. It's not just stuff that you fall over because you have, you didn't put it away. Um, like unfinished project is clutter. And in today's world, how many people have no unfinished project at all? We all have some form of clutter. And um, the question is not, how do we get rid of it and have zero clutter and are perfect? It's, okay, how do we deal with it? And how, and, and there's also kind of a threshold um, where, like in, I come originally from finance, so we have that threshold. The minute uh, your business goes, becomes profitable, no? and, and below it, it's, it's not profitable. And then you have this threshold here. And this is where we're trying to figure out here too, like, okay, how much chaos can I have in my life and I'm still functioning and it's still, I'm still at ease or I'm still at peace to a degree. We're never all hundred percent at peace mm -hmm. or when does it take over? And then figuring out where do we going to go and tweak in that area of life so that we get it 
back down again. Um, I don't think um, like a lot of people look at these um, magazine pictures or these or these beautiful pictures of of, of these environments or, or homes, which is not realistic. Who lives like this? Nobody. It's all staged. Yes. So we can have this aspiration, but what we can do is go inside and figure out, okay, how do I want to live? How does my environment need to support me that I actually can do what I want to do? And with environment, I always mean like physical, mental, emotional, um, so that I can do what I want to do. If I have a business that I can serve my clients the way I want to show up for my clients, that I can show up for myself the way I want to show up for my family, and then working towards that long answer yeah. <laughs> so. yeah no that's a great answer two of the key words that that i took out from there that i want to discuss is awareness uh and threshold so me personally with add and anxiety i had to become very aware what my thresholds were yeah. on those two things that i deal with i suffer from social anxiety and through the years i was forced to be in extreme social situations so when I was no longer forced to be in them and I had a choice, I, I said, okay, what can, what is my threshold mm -hmm. with my social anxiety where I can still succeed in my dreams? So I became very self-aware of where my triggers were and what made me comfortable. So I no longer had to live in complete chaos in my brain yeah. anymore. Yeah. I can now live in peace and still be successful and do the things I need to do in a semi-social environment, but more virtually. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah. I think that when you talk about being aware, I'd be had to become, in order for me to find that peace, I had to become extremely self-aware of everything. And that's very hard for people because when you said excuses, oh, I was the queen of it. I was yeah. like, oh no, I can't because. Mm -hmm. Because was one of my favorite words. The problem <laughs> is people love to make excuses. Yeah. <clears throat> but once you just start paying attention to yourself, one, you have to become um, very self-absorbent self for a little while so that you could become self-aware Mm -hmm. and kind of push a, a little bit off and so that you can pay attention to yourself. Um, that way you can drown out a lot of the noise. Um, and then once you're, once you're aware enough, then you can start understanding those thresholds, understanding the, the expectations that you put on yourself, other people put on you and what you're willing to put up with. Uh, and it, it's, gosh. Yeah. Do you find, I, go ahead. It, Sorry, yeah. in today's world, we're always just looking for that magic wand or the magic pill or something that that solves our problem overnight. And it's it's usually um, not there or it's not sustainable that way. You know, it's like I often compare it with crash diets where um, we're just going on this crash diet to fit into this dress so we can go to this party or whatever. And but then it, it, we're gaining it all back afterwards. Or <clears throat> that's one of the examples, you know, and if you would actually really do it and and go slow and check in and what how does my body feel when I eat this how does my body feel when I eat that and is it does this nourish me does this fit me and then you're you're maybe more likely to be at the weight you want to be and then on top of it you have to figure out too like we were told by media what weight we should be and then we're 
we're trying to reach again something that is probably not not necessarily good for us or for our body so instead of looking at the outside actually really going in and looking how do we want to be and it's it's the same with decluttering i mean it decluttering since marie Kondo wrote her book it's it's in every everybody knows what decluttering is everybody talks about it they're all looking at marie Kondo. And, and she has these beautiful pictures, all look serene and it's all wonderful, but this is not our life. So we can't, like, if we use then this to beat ourselves up more, um, then it defeats the purpose, no? So like, and, and going in, I feel like it's so, um, you get to know yourself so much better. You get your, um, it has a ripple effect afterwards. If you start really becoming aware of yourself and then and, and changing your life this way, it may not change overnight, but when you look back one month, three months, one year later, you're a completely different person and you actually move into that direction you want. And I often say like, um, I take you on a journey and that's what it is. Like our life in general is a journey. Like mm -hmm. it's not, it's not a, just a one thing event or we're um, also and we're like, even if we have goals, it, it's not important just to reach the goal. The journey to it is important too. You have to kind of feel good about it, no? And I think that's what we talked on, on my podcast too, that like the, the journey has to be um, not just tolerable, but actually enjoyable too, in a way. And it doesn't help if you beat yourself up to get to a certain goal and then you're there and then you're still not happy because like, what now, you know? So... I always say like it's and, and that's why you go on a journey you go inside and you become aware and and it doesn't have to be a full-time job like you can but you can also just like every day you can you can take five or ten minutes i always say like a few minutes a day keeps the chaos away so you can kind of like take a few minutes and become a little bit aware and once you get into the habit of doing that like again i said we humans are creatures of habit if you get into the habit of actually investigating a little bit if we want to talk about mental clutter what do the, what does whoever it is in my head here <laughs> say to me all day long and what effect does it have on me and is it actually helpful does it help me get where I want to go or would maybe different words be nicer <laughs> and motivate me more to to go where I want to go yeah I you know you speak of the journey and I look back over my entire life and I'm looking at my 19 year old self all the way up until probably my mid-30s and I was a raven lunatic. Like I, if you could put me on live <laughs> from the eight, well, it, before the age of 19, from, from my mid thirties before, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, I was a raven lunatic because mm -hmm. I was living in a whole different mindset. I didn't yeah. know who I was, what I was about. I didn't know about my social anxiety. I just knew that I was uncomfortable in my skin, but well, I had to be around people. It was what you did. Um, I knew that I couldn't focus on one thing at a time and I had to do 20 things in order for me to focus on one or, you know, and I couldn't, I just needed to be all over the place. And, uh, you know, and this, this, this brain constantly was buzzing like the, you know, Times Square or the Vegas Strip, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and, and for me, it was just my life. Uh, and, and I look yeah. back on my journey to who I am today, who is still growing and still continuing my journey. 
And I'm going, man, I, I should watch some old videos and see if I can point out those moments where I see certain parts of my certain things that if I, you know, that you can see where, where that, that those hurt is in there, you know, that, that chaos that you can actually see it. It's, mm -hmm. it's very interesting. And I love that you said a few moments a day keeps the chaos away because I, um, I start my day with my, my devotions, my, I stick very close to my faith. I tell everybody that I'm spiritual, not religious, um, because I, I don't believe in the confines of religion, but spirituality and faith are, are the foundations of what I'm, I do. And then I write in my journal and I take a few moments just to see how am I feeling? Yeah. You know, exactly. where, where, where am I going today? Um, it's, it, I think it's important, very important. Yeah. And then, and then possibly also acknowledging <clears throat> some days you're not feeling good. And, and instead of beating yourself up, actually kind of figuring out, okay, how can I support myself? Okay. Today is not the best day. Like, uh, I mean, um, and then how, how can I make, how can I make today um, still go easier or how can I make it easier on me today because I'm not at, at my best today for whatever reason maybe like as women we have maybe hormonal um, things going on or there's something else bugging us like maybe something emotional is bugging us and we're just not at our best so instead of beating ourselves up and pushing ourselves which I was really good at um, we could we could start figuring out okay how can I how can I support myself you wouldn't do that to any friend or any family member when they say oh today is really an off day I don't feel good and then you wouldn't say well you go and you make sure you and and all that no but we do it to ourselves so like this is where awareness comes in and that's not letting you off the hook. That's not having excuses. This is just like, okay, how can I make the best out of it, even though I'm not feeling the best, you know? And instead of just going and saying, oh, I'm making all these excuses, which don't feel good. No, like if we really pay attention when we're giving excuses, no matter what for, they really don't feel good. Like, yes, we, we kind of get people off our back, but we ourselves don't really feel good. It feels much better if you find a way how you can um, show up and support yourself, even if you're not feeling good and do whatever you can do. And if that is nothing, then at least you know and, it, and you don't make an excuse. You just say, okay, today I'm off. I can't do anything today. Today I really need to do self-care. I need to look after myself so that I can show up tomorrow again. And, um, and that's not an excuse. That is actually being aware and doing what, what needs to be done, you know? Yeah, you know, there's been a couple of times in my life that I had some life-changing moments. And one of them was, um, I was going through a, a divorce with my kid's father. And it was, it was a very, one of, the, one of the most difficult times in my life. And I had an opportunity to, to attend a, the course, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Mm -hmm. And the instructor was um, was a military person, but we were all in civilian clothes. And after attending that course, I really learned about um, so much about myself and about how everything is a choice. That was a life yeah. changer. The second time was I was on a podcast with Daniel Levin, the author of The Mosaic, wow. uh, Conversations with a Stranger. You, were you on that podcast? No, I wasn't on, but uh, it's awesome. That so awesome. yeah, and, and one of the things that, Daniel talked about, he said that inner voice, which you were just talking about, that inner voice that tells you, oh, you're not good enough, that inner voice that's in your head, you can hear it, 
saying, um, you know, oh, you you just messed that up. Oh, well, you know, bringing up past moments that you failed or you weren't good enough or whatever. And you're trying to shut it up. You're trying to make it be quiet. You're trying to forget about it. Daniel said, what if you just listen and you asked that inner voice why it felt the way it did? And you had a conversation with the inner voice and you guys became friends so that when it started doing that, you said, it's okay to not be okay to your inner voice. Yeah, exactly. And then you said, I understand why you're feeling that way and I'm here for you. And once, so you basically, and I started doing that and, and so many things are changing for me because I'm starting to understand my inner voice and why she is feeling the way she's feeling and why the self-doubt creeps in sometimes. And, and those two moments in my life have just been so life-changing and understanding that everything is a choice. My reactions to why yeah. someone didn't notice my book or someone didn't notice my podcast or someone didn't notice me, yeah. my reaction is a choice. Why my yeah. inner voice is feeling sad today I can be there for her instead of yeah. telling her to get over it suck it up buttercup <laughs> yeah. so yeah. um I I like that um there's just so many moments that you can be there for yourself and and give yourself the the grace that you need for the other moments that you have the strength to go on and that's that peace part in the chaos that that you talk yeah. about i heard uh, i heard a good analogy uh once about these thoughts like when you say you're trying to push them down and you're trying not to listen to them and to ignore them somebody said it's like if you have a <clears throat> if you're in the pool and you have this ball filled with air and you're trying to push that ball underneath the water and it, you can do it but it uses a lot of energy like you and you're pushing it down and you have it underwater but the minute you let go a little bit like the minute you get tired and you let go it comes up like crazy and jumps jumps out from under the water and that's basically what we're doing with these voices if we're not listening and um it's it's also very um harsh on yourself no you're just not listening to it i don't say we have to, I, I, the other thing i love when somebody said you don't have to believe everything you're thinking and and i love that too but we can still listen we can listen and it's usually the like in in um um <laughs> sorry um it's usually the the little kid in us that's what i want to say the little girl or the little boy in us that is scared mm -hmm. and 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 he's trying to get our attention hey hello i'm scared i'm scared and and it helps when you say okay yeah i'm here and, and we're doing it anyways or or um, i feel anxiety i, I don't want to i don't want to and when you're trying to push it down this little kid however old it is six or seven or whatever for for a lot of people or five is in the driver's seat of your life then. But if you actually start listening to this, you like some people say you have it on the passenger seat, others say you have them on the back seat, wherever. But if you're listening and then you can say, yes, I hear you, but I'm, I'm the adult here. We're doing, we're doing this, we're doing that. And mm. it's hard. I mean, I'm not saying I'm here and I'm all living in this bliss all the time or in this peace. I just kind of uh, try to help people to not beat themselves up, whether it's physical clutter, mental clutter, emotional clutter, but rather trying to find ways how they make how to make their life um, easier and moving forward without um, coming up with all kinds of excuses, which is basically pushing the, the ball underwater, you know.
Yeah, absolutely. That ball bounces. Yeah. Hit you in the face. You don't want to hit yeah. the face. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you, if you had, you know, there's there's a lot of great advice that you have, Tanya. We've had, you know, this is our second great conversation. I see a lot of your posts and listen to your podcast. But if you could just take one piece of advice, one, what would you think would be the most valuable piece of advice that you could give to anybody that's struggling out there with the chaos that is controlling their life? Yeah, I sound like a, a broken record. A few minutes a day <laughs> keeps the chaos away. It's literally like we're we're kind of like we're always trying to have, oh, I just use, I, I get all this energy and I get a whole weekend that I have um, and then I do everything. Or like we're, we're having this perfectionist um, um, mentality that, oh, I know we have to, we have to get it all. And then I have it all perfect. And then from then on, I can live. And from then on, everything is easier. And it doesn't work that way yeah. <laughs> because you're going to be so exhausted once you're there that you slack off and then all the, the clutter, whether it's physical or mental or emotional will crap, creep back in because that's not how life works. So I, I always say like, if you, if you want to, and, and another thing I say is like decluttering is self-love and it's, it's actually looking after yourself. You wouldn't, we wouldn't be as harsh with anybody around us but we're that harsh with us. So if we're finding ways every day, a few minutes a day, keeps the chaos away with mm -hmm. us, then um, big things are happening. It may not look like it in the beginning and on a day-to-day -day basis. It, it may look like, oh, I'm not making any progress. But I promise you, when you look back, you actually make way more progress than if you're waiting for the perfect moment to do the huge thing and then being at a perfect place, which doesn't exist, and then falling down that cliff again because we can't keep it up. So yeah. that is my biggest advice. A few minutes a day keeps the chaos away. And, and of course, like we have to, in these few minutes, eventually we're starting to tweak and we're starting to look, okay, do we, do we tweak the right things that we're actually moving into the right direction? Like it has, you have to have a, a, an idea where you want to go to. Um, but in general, um, just a few minutes a day keeps the chaos away. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I, I sound like a broken record. <laughs> Life is a long game. And that's where I think a lot yeah. of people don't realize it, it's a long game and slow and steady wins the race. Just, you know, yeah. get, get things done in your, in, in a pace that you can win the long game, not yeah. sprint to the finish line, because I'm not trying to sprint, sprint to the finish line. I don't want to get to the finish line, at least not yet, <laughs> you know, because I'm trying to be here. I'm trying to enjoy yeah. what I have in the moment. And well, by, by sprinting, by trying to sprint, you sprint and then you, you wait again. No, because then you're waiting for the perfect moment. You're waiting for you feeling perfect. You're waiting and you're waiting, and you're waiting. And, um, and if you're doing it the long, if you're looking at it the long game and you're doing every day a little bit, you're way ahead of anything than this, this sprinting and then falling down and waiting because then you're so exhausted and you have to wait and, and, and then you do wait and then you beat yourself up most likely because you couldn't keep up with it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, it, 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 it is really, it's the magic wand, how I always call it. Like, what is the magic wand? The magic wand is literally a few minutes a day, no matter what. And, and this will get you where you want to go. Not tomorrow, but it will get you there faster than if you sit here and wait, and then you sprint again, and then you sit here and wait again, you know? Yeah. So other than your podcast, Chaos to Peace, and your coaching, 
uh, decluttering coaching. What's next for Connie? What do you what do you have in the works? Do you have anything um, else coming up? Yeah, I just so when COVID hit and there was huge uh, chaos and, and everything, and I'm trying to make sense of the world, I rediscovered an old passion of mine. So I started to studying astrology again. And I just realized how much I can actually help people by looking at their chart and figuring out it's like how I said in the beginning, it's not everybody is the same. So what I'm always doing is I'm helping people trying to figure out how they can tweak their life so that it um, works better for them. So now with astrology, I kind of figured out that I have it. it I don't want to call it a shortcut, but it gives me um, it gives it it gives me a tool that I can help them um, figuring out what works for them maybe not faster, but also deeper. It's like it, it goes deeper right away. So that is kind of what I'm in the process right now. I, I mean, uh, exploring this and including this in, in, my, um, in my work, not in an absolutely woo-woo way. Like a lot of people think this is woo-woo. It's very practical. Like we can, we can take this very practically. I have both. I have the, the, the spiritual woo-woo side of me, but I have the very, like I come from finance originally. So I'm a very, um, uh, in a way also regimented how you said, like very um, structured, structured is the word I, I like, um, way of approach, very practical too, pragmatic. And so this helps me, um, this is a good tool. So this is uh, very exciting to explore now. And just in general, spring is a good time. A lot of people are more motiv motivated in spring to actually do something, although there is no time or bad or good good time to start in the year. Whenever you wanna start with a few minutes a day, <laughs> keeps the chaos away. Today is the best day. It's like planting an oak tree when is the best day 20 years ago but today is the second best you know yeah. but spring is just in us it it feels like a new beginning so um so i'm i'm very busy with that yeah that's so awesome just to help people feel their spring feelings and not go overboard because the spring it has positive and negatives no like it may bring us overboard we're to a place where we can't sustain it again yeah. yeah, yeah. Spring seems like the, the time where everyone starts to try to do a lot all at once. So yeah, hopefully they'll they'll know just a little bit, like you said, uh, a few minutes a day keeps the chaos away. I had to write it down because I like that. I love that tagline. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. So do you have any shout outs or anything? <clears throat> Sorry, I'm starting to have my coughing fit way too early in the day. Hello. Um, before we end the show, any shout outs or anything to anybody who has helped you along the path, who has really given you that insight into creating the, the chaos, the peace, um, podcast and version of what you have wanted for your life. Um, yeah, maybe not necessarily the podcast. I was, so I always choke and say, I was kind of as a teenager, I was born organized and as a, as a not even teenager, as nine, 10 year old, I was already um, working on creating environments that support us. But what actually the, the shout out I wanna do is to Brooke Castillo from the Life Coach School. She really helped me when I was at my low point with um, my mental clutter. So she just gave me tools, how better tools than I had before to deal with my mental clutter. So when she has a podcast too, I highly recommend her podcast. 
Yeah. Um, What's her podcast? Hmm? What's her podcast if you want to share it? I think it's just called the Life Coach School. Okay. Let me double check. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. subscribed to it for so long already. I don't even remember how it's called. I think, yeah, the Life yeah. Coach School podcast. Awesome. By Brooke Castillo. And it's just, it, it helps. Um, it helps so much with sorting your, um, you sorting your mental clutter, that is. And, and emotional clutter too. It's like a lot of people have also a lot of emotional clutter, which is, we never learned it. Like growing up, just remember when you grew up, we didn't learn how to, we learned how to one and one is two and all this stuff and history, what happened 500 years ago, but we don't learn how to deal with the now and how to deal with our mental, like with that voice we, we were talking about. We don't learn how to deal with the emotions that, that come up. Yeah. And so uh, she she helped me. And I would probably say maybe because of her and her work and, and me actually doing or using the tools she's um, helping us with, I was able to do the podcast, my own podcast afterwards, because I, that's um, awesome. it, it's kind of indirectly. Yeah. And that's good because I think we all <clears throat> learn from each other. And it's nice yeah. to be able to show that that transition from learning from one person. And it's not a bad thing that we learn from one person and we're able to go and create our own because each of us individually have a voice of our own and a different way of connecting with somebody um, than, than another person may or may not. So I, I'm glad yeah. that, that she was there because I enjoy listening to your podcast. I enjoy conversations with you, Connie. And from chaos to peace, um, you know, so many so many times people don't realize they need that in their life. And I want to thank you for coming on today. Thank you for what you do for people. And I wish so many more people would discover their chaos to peace moments and do the work because they could have such a fruitful life and a, a poetic, peaceful life if they would start to just slow down a little bit, <clears throat> take the few minutes a day to keep the chaos away. Um, yeah. And I can't wait to see the wonderful work that you will continue to do, Connie. Everybody, if you want to follow Connie, her um, web address is conniegraph.com, correct? Correct, but Connie awesome. with a Y. So it's C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F. Awesome, and it's in the show notes as well, just in case for some of you, if, um, if you need that uh, little clickable link, it's in there. You can go and click and then you will be able to find everything on her website. Do you have any parting words before we head out for the day, Connie? No, I think, I think just always remember it's a few minutes a day. It's self-love. We need to learn to self-love. And I'm, I'm very grateful for you that I could come on as you hear. I'm very passionate about it because A, I, I myself, um, I, I may have been organized in my uh, physical environment, but clutter is it's so much bigger than just the things that are laying around in our house. And um, I know what difference it can make when we get our brain and our emotions um, to collaborate with us instead of sabotaging us, you know? And so I'm getting very emotional and it all is connected to, like if you feel better mentally, emotionally, your environment will look better. When your environment looks better, you will feel better emotionally and mentally. So it's, it's kind of like this huge thing that is all connected and, and it has ripple effects too. Um, you will you will treat your husband or your wife better. Your children will have a calmer or more peaceful um, childhood. Um, your friends um, will be different. So it's um, 
Yeah. It has, it, it changes a lot. A few minutes a day can change your life. Yeah. Guys, if you're looking to move from your chaos to your peace, reach out to Connie. She can assist you with that. Teach you some little tools, uh, techniques, and ways to move uh, in your life along that path in your journey. You can also check out her podcast, go to her website, find out the little things that she has in store for you. Thanks for joining us today and sticking with us um, as I had my little mm -hmm. foo paw and figuring out where I'm at in my life because I still have my chaos every once in a while, but I continue to move along my journey in my peace. And I appreciate Connie for all the little nuggets of wisdom that you shared with us today. And we know that we will continue to follow your path and your journey uh, in the things that you do in this wonderful world. Next weekend, we will not be having a live show. We will be attending the Today I Decide Mental Health Awareness Summit. If you go to the video that I did earlier when I totally forgot what day or time it was, you will see all the links to attend that Mental Health Awareness Summit because it also is in line, in line with what uh, Connie does. And we want to make sure that we are highlighting the mental health awareness in this world. It is so important to know your mental health and where you stand with your mental health and work yourself from your chaos to your peace and figure out what and be very self-aware in your mental health and what you need in order to find that peace within you. So we're going to sign off for today. We'll be over attending the Mental Health Awareness Summit today, I decide next week. And then back on April 10th, we'll be here with Wally Collins, a world-renowned comedian and also author of You Never Know. We'll see you guys later. Bye, Connie. See you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thanks so much, DJ. Bye.